Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. Is a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony. Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast on the planet. How about that? We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hello, Mikey A., Hello, Stugatz. So yesterday, I spoke to you from a piano in a lobby at the Four Seasons Hotel in Austin, Texas, and today I am back home. Now, after I spoke to you from said piano, I went out and got hammered. Then I woke up on two hours of sleep, and I took a plane. I hopped on a bird, and I took a plane home this morning. So, Mike, did we miss anything? Anything that we didn't cover with Mike Golick in terms of NFL free agency? Because a lot of things are happening right now. Yeah, so the big news is Randy Gregory uh, flipped on the Cowboys and he decided to, after agreeing with them yesterday, decided, nope, and he's going to go to the Denver Broncos, just like Anthony Barr did with the Jets uh, two years ago. Yeah, but I understood when Anthony Barr did it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... And he made the right well, decision. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I actually, I guess, well, he's choosing Russell Wilson over, over Dak Prescott. I mean, choosing Denver over Dallas, but he's essentially choosing Russell Wilson over Dak Prescott. You're telling me he agreed to terms, didn't sign anything, and then the next day he went yeah. to Denver? <laughs> I love it. That's that's exactly what he did. He was good. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the go, I'm gonna go to the Broncos and the, uh, I'm gonna go to the Cowboys, and the Broncos are like, wait, 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 wait. How about this offer? And he goes, Yeah, I'm gonna go with them. <laughs> so so it really had nothing to do with Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott. It had to do with Randy Gregory and money, right? Probably, yeah. Anyway. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> that'd, that'd do it. <laughs> Wait, so who did Anthony Barr go back to? I forget. Minnesota. 
So we went back to Minnesota, better team, because every team's better than the Jets. I mean, this is fine. Randy Gregory, if you're choosing between Denver and Dallas at this point, you might as well take the most money, right? Because all things are equal now that they have Russell Wilson, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, I mean, Denver's Denver's going all in. I think Dallas has lost their all in because right. they gave too much money to guys like Zeke Elliott. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Uh, quick game, Mike, before we get to Mike Golick Sr. and break down Tom Brady's return. I never thought he was leaving in the first place, but we'll break it down. Kirk Cousins is back with the Vikings. A quick game of people in sports that can note a piano. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> because what you're about sports? to hear, I want to explain to the audience what they're about to hear. We were at the Four Seasons in Austin for South by Southwest. And when I say we, me and Dan, we're at the Four Seasons, okay? So, <laughs> that sounds terrible, okay? But as someone on our staff said, hey, Dan and Stu are staying at the Four Seasons. We're all staying at the Two Seasons. And then Billy responded saying, I'm staying at the One Season, and the One Season is winter. <laughs> I love Billy. I miss Billy. <laughs> a bird right now coming home. Um, and so what we did, so we did two live shows uh, in Austin, Texas. And because NFL news broke, and we always have to speak to Golick when NFL news broke, we, we had to do an emergency episode, essentially, of stupidity. So what you're about to hear is we couldn't find a spot. Outside, it was very windy. It was very noisy. We were setting up for our show. So Billy took me inside, and he found a piano. Okay? <laughs> piano. Okay? Not a room, not a conference room. He found a piano. And he said, hey, I'm going to set you up right here. Do it with Golik from the piano. And right next to the piano was a conference room. And South by Southwest, there were a lot of speakers, a lot of conferences. And so we were about five to ten minutes out from a brand-new conference session getting uh, ready to start. And with each passing minute, Billy kept telling me, you have to get lower and lower, quieter and quieter. I don't play the piano. <laughs> do not touch that piano. And what did you do? <laughs> I touched the piano. Uh, spoiler alert. Oh, uh, my <laughs> But uh, if you hear me whispering by the end, now you know what, okay? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really funny. It's a great conversation. It's a funny conversation. It's, it's a stupidity type of conversation. Fair to say, yeah. Mike? Yeah. Jimmy King. Absolutely. Alicia Keys. <laughs> Chris oh. Ivory. Wait, you, wait a second. I had Chris Ivory. That's fucking bullshit. Chris Ivory's written right here. Look at it. It's on my notes. I was doing it on the plane this morning. All right. Chris Should Ivory. I just win this game real quick and then we'll get to the interview? Well, Andre Tippett, how about that? A tip jar. Whoa! That's a stretch, <laughs> but I'm going to beat you right now. You ready? Well, yeah, Eric Jimmy LeGrand. King. Who? Eric LeGrand. Oh, a grand piano. You motherfucker. Stupidity! <laughs> Is it Steinbeck or Steinway? <laughs> it's, it's Steinway. <laughs> uh, Terry Steinbeck. <laughs> Former A's catcher, I think. Austin, I'm telling you, you got the best of me. Let's go to let's go to Michael Lake. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. 
When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh. Folks, gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah. There he is. How's your time out there in Texas? Uh, it's fine, Mike. I am doing the. Uh, I am recording this right now, currently in a uh, in a lobby of a hotel at the Hotel Piano. How about that? The Hotel Piano. I like yeah. that. Nice. Uh, piano bar. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I should leave a uh, little glass jar out here for tips. No. You absolutely should. <laughs> the Jets. Oh my God! Wow. I'm sitting at a piano. That is hilarious. It's great. It's fantastic. Mike, do you play an instrument? I play. I uh, took piano lessons when I was very, very young, and I wish I would have stuck with an instrument. Our kids took piano lessons, but, you know, as the kids start to get older and get busier, their time has to go to other places, things get given up. And that's one of the first things they got given up for me and for my kids as well. And then as you get older, you wish when you see someone play the instrument, you're like, God, I wish I knew how to play that. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wish I could play that. If I had to pick one instrument, it would probably be the guitar because you could just pick one up and play it anywhere. Right. Yes. And, and, impress, to... every, and impress everybody. Correct. Exactly. Just yes. be able to shred on that and sing would be awesome. Does anyone ever tell a guitar to shut up? Like if you're sitting there playing a, a trumpet or something, someone would be like, will you shut up? But nobody ever tells the guitar player to shut up. Never. I wouldn't tell a trumpet player. I love the horns, too, but it's just, you know, like I said, a guitar, you can just, oh, there's one in the corner there? Okay, let me just start going. Right. You know? uh, Mackie, yeah, put it on the poll. Do you love the horns? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Why do you love the horns so much? If someone was playing the trumpet right in front of my face, my face I would take said trumpet and break it over their face. So, okay? so here's where I fell in love with the horns, and, and this, again, will be more used to and not Mike Yeah. Earth, yep. Wind, and Fire. Ah, yeah, yes. I mean, listen, you listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire, man. That horn section is just awesome. It is. Awesome. Right. So, right. yeah. 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 
I do love horns now. Now that I yeah. think about it, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> but like that, but like that, like an individual trumpet, I'm with you. You know, you'd be able to like, okay, I had enough of that. If someone's just strung at a guitar, you're like, yeah, this, this shit's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so, so I am wondering here, Mike, so you play the piano, you gave it up. Were you good at playing the piano? I was very basic. I mean, I learned the very basics of it, the very basic songs of it. And then I was, you know, I was playing one or two sports at all times. So it just, there was no time, you know, it was a, it was a waste of, of money to keep going money. We didn't have a lot of growing up. So, you know, that was like, okay, we're done with this instead of that. So I went from piano lessons to on weekends to working side jobs with my dad. He was a bricklayer swinging a sledgehammer at 12 years old, earning 10 bucks an hour cash, which was pretty nice. Yeah. Look look at you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. But yeah, swinging a sledge and done playing the piano. The arts were out. Manual labor was in. Uh, I am currently broadcasting from the Four Seasons Hotel in uh, Austin, Texas, South by Southwest from a piano. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, how great would it be, Stu? <laughs> but, but how great would it be right now if we took a musical interlude for two minutes and you just started pounding the ivory and it sounded great? How great would that be to do? And you, But you can't. Is that what they call it? Pounding the ivory? Is that? Uh, ticked, <laughs> I, I guess pounding wouldn't sound good. Tickling the ivory would be would be more along the lines. Here we go. Okay. How about that, Mike? Uh, little hot cross buns. I think that is. I don't know. What was that? And that that that, that was that was shit. Is what it was. What, what do you mean? <laughs> that was shit. That was you going up three keys and down three keys. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, You're a seriously. Pianist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm peeing on your pianist. You are. How mad is Billy at you for doing that? Uh, Billy's not here. (laughs) Oh, 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 that's the thing. The the, the, uh, authority is gone, so Stu is running amok. Uh, Billy is so embarrassed by all of this, and he should be, (laughs) and so am I, uh, but I'm not. Uh, and Mike is standing next to me. I don't know where Billy went. I have no idea. He has fled the premises. <laughs> but you're in a Four Seasons. Listen, I am a fan of Four yeah. Seasons Hotel. So I mean, good, on, good on you. Yeah, thank you. You want to hear it again, uh, Mike? Hey, yeah, uh, sure. Why not? Uh, I mean, Elton uh, John, huh? <laughs> Elton John? Elton John? I was thinking more Billy Joel, but hey, okay. <laughs> now Billy is rushing over. He's telling me to stop. Hold on. Yeah. Him not to do this until he was done with everything else. Then he could play with the piano so we would not get kicked out of here. I leave for five minutes. Stop. I leave for five minutes. He's playing the piano. It's, it's like it, it's like any parent with a young kid. Don't do it. And they immediately want to do it. Stu, you're sitting at a piano. Don't touch the piano. Immediately he starts pounding the ivory. Billy, I think what we need is a tip jar. I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am pounding the ivory, okay? Sorry. Here's the thing. There's conferences around. You're the you one who set me up here. You set me you up see here. see how panicky Billy is? I Mike? mean, Stu, you're right. Billy sets you up right in front of everybody on a piano. I, I mean, I, so that's on him. And then gets mad when I start playing the piano. Right? Yeah, no. Classic the, showman. It, it is on Billy right now to, to be security and make sure things don't go amok and keep people away from you. <laughs> like like the police. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing like a good four seasons, though, Mike. I will oh, <laughs> nothing like the amenities there are fantastic, like pianos in the lobby. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Uh, Mike, Billy and I tried to tell you Tom Brady never retired. He never retired. <laughs> Dude, I Listen, I, w- I was in agreement with you. What, what's the one thing when a star retires, 
What's the one thing the media immediately does is, well, if he comes back, where is he going to go? We didn't even get a chance to do it because six days after Brady retired, in my air quotes, he's the one who said, never say never. Sure. You, know, you know, so he was the one who brought it back up. So this surprises no one. The only thing that surprised me is he couldn't find a way to get out of the Tampa Bay contract, which he was under, to get to San Francisco. Because right. I firmly believe he would love to end his career in San Francisco, where he grew up. He grew up a 49ers fan. And let me tell you, if he went there, the talent they have on both sides of the ball – they would be right in it without question. But, you know, he's he's got that deal with Tampa Bay and couldn't get out of that. So he's going to go back. He obviously – this is there, – there's one reason he did this too. He obviously needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> and the rings. He needs another ring too. <laughs> I mean, th- this, is, this is, again, reason one I say do not believe a player until at least three months after a season is over. Okay, your season ends, you're full of emotion, you're sore as shit from the season, you're mentally fatigued from the season, and how long after the season he makes a decision he's going to retire? I mean, and and none of us bought it because, like I said, six days later, he was already questioning it. So it's got to be at least... Now he's doing a good timing now because we're starting the, you know, the legal, illegal tampering time and already deals are flying out. It's smart to do before that because Tampa would have been in need of a quarterback. So you're definitely helping out by doing that. But wait till now. I mean, you should always wait a couple of months before you even think, in my opinion, before you even think about making a decision. But Mike, this is his 22nd season, I guess. So, like, what what made this off season different than any other off season for Tom Brady? You know, well, I I, I got to believe it had to do with family, right? Now the kids are getting older. Giselle has probably wanted him, and I don't know for a fact, but I'm just going on reports and what we hear has probably wanted him to stop playing. You know, a couple of years ago, because again, it's Tommy time and family time. You know, when you put as much into it. And remember, it's not just the season. It's the offseason. You know, Tommy's going to be right back on TB12 getting ready for the next season, going into the office, preparing, you know, and, and that's what you do. That's where your season is made is in the offseason from February and March to August. So that's a, a lot of times, too, why guys retire is they don't want to put in that work anymore. They don't want to prepare from February and March to August, the season's icing on the cake. Especially right. now, you only get 14 padded practices in a 17, 18-week season. So it's not like the season practice or anything is hard. It's more mentally hard. Um, but it's the physical preparedness you have to do in that offseason that guys are just like, I don't want to do it anymore. And Tom still wants to do it. So I have to believe it's all to do with with the family whether it's the kids whether it's Giselle you know and him stepping away and saying it's time for me to to be more with the kids you know that's why all the memes are out he spent a couple of months with the with the family he's like I got to get the hell out I mean again he put a tough six weeks in Mike yeah exactly so (laughs) so people are going to joke about that again we don't know the reason if somebody if he ever tells us maybe he will but I have to believe that I have to believe it was really family oriented but over the couple of months he just you know, it was almost like my wife said, you saw him in the stands watching that soccer match, right? And and she's like, I bet he was sitting there going, I can now be a person that does this, sit in the stands, or I can still be on the field because I know I can still play great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I wonder, she, she said, I really wonder if he was sitting there going, I need to still be on the field. 
Right. I'm not ready to be sitting in the stands. And and by the way, well, the way he plays, he's he's right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, with the rules too now, Mike, because he I thought Steve Young was really good on this, where he talked about listen, Tom could still throw the ball, his arm yes. attached to his body, and with the rules the way they are. Why can't Tom Brady still play at a very high level? He was, listen, he could have been the MVP last year. It's exactly yeah. right. It's exactly yeah. right. So now we'll see what the team does. Remember, Tampa Bay signed a lot of guys to, to short deals to come back because Tom was coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, will that happen again? they got a lot of free agents out there. We see a center, uh, Jensen, Ryan, Ryan Jensen already signed back. Cap of the guard is gone. He went to... He went to um, uh, Cincinnati for like four for 40. So who else will they get to come back? Because it can be a loaded team again. Hopefully Godwin can come back from the injury that he had. Uh, you still have Evans, but there, there's a number of free agents like there were last year. And last year was the year of the one-year deal. Are all these guys, now remember, they got Super Bowl rings a couple of years ago. Now they right. have Super Bowl rings. So are they going to come back for lesser deals than maybe they could get somewhere else? Because Tom's coming back when they've already climbed to the top of the mountain with Tom. So that's what's going to be interesting to see is what can be built, uh, continue to be built around him. Mike, it's your belief, though, because I agree with you. It's your belief. I have to talk quietly now because the conference is starting. Billy's telling me to turn the volume down. So I have to uh, turn the volume down. Billy, just tell me when I have to start whispering, okay? Um, Mike, it's your belief that he wanted to play in San Francisco because I agree with you. So I wonder how Tampa absorbs that, you know? Well, I, I think Tampa was like, dude, you're our, you're our, you're you belong to us under contract. So I mean, it would have to be a trade or some situation like that. And I don't I don't know if Tom. It doesn't sound like Tom ever you know put his foot down and said, I'm not playing for you anymore. Trade me and get what you can get from San Francisco. You know, it doesn't it doesn't sound like Tom did that or would do that. We just all thought maybe it would end up that way if he wasn't going to play this year or at some point this year maybe end up in San Francisco but it seems Tom just wants to play you know maybe again maybe be able to pick the destination if he did want to go to San Fran but he had a good in Tampa they were right there I I was working the game against the Rams when they were getting bludgeoned and they came back and and you know had a chance to to win that game late so they got to feel they're right there that's why I say I, I still think Tom will play extremely well but will he get that supporting cast around him like everybody came back to say, hey, let's get two in a row. Right. Well, we didn't get two in a row, and now guys are up for deals again going, ah, eh, you know, do I want to – can I get a better deal somewhere else? I got my ring. I got. I went to the top of the mountain. Now I can go grab some money somewhere else. We'll see. I'm, uh, I'm wondering if the Niners would have enough – like, Mike, just, just play this out with me, okay? If the Niners call Tampa and say, hey, we'll give you Trey Lance and a bunch of first-round picks, and you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – would you even consider that? Man, I mean, well, Trey Lance, again, we, we everybody thinks the ceiling is high, but we haven't seen anything, and Kyle Shanahan didn't put him in many more games. I know he got nicked during the year. Um, depends. But, how many... but, but, Mike, you're giving up a quarterback who's going to play another season or two or five. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I would probably, who's got 20 years left. I, yeah. I would probably maximize my time with Brady. Um, I would probably try it for another – and, and, and sorry, I don't know right off the top. Is this the last year? I think it is, deal? Yeah. I, think I believe it is. It's the last year of his deal in Tampa. So if there's only one more year, maybe you think about saying, well, you know, do we do we play for the future here a little bit and grab a couple of first-round picks? 
if you can do that and maybe another quarterback for the sake of one more year of trying because listen a Super Bowl buys you a lot you know they won it two years ago they, they, they'll be right in the mix this year that's a tough call Sue that's, yeah. a, that, that's a really really tough call because you got a older coach in Bruce Arians who probably isn't going to coach that much longer we'll see will a guy like Byron Leftwich maybe take over if he doesn't go somewhere else but that because there's only one more year in a deal that is a real real good question all right, I'm going to start talking a lot yeah, softer okay. now, Mike. It, you know, you go just, ahead. I'm going to talk like this, okay? And you I'll, can I'll do s- that, and I'll, I'll answer long, longer now so you don't have to talk as much. In news, in quarterback news, not nearly as exciting as the Tom Brady news, Kirk Cousins <laughs> resigns with the Minnesota Vikings. $37.5 million fucking dollars, Mike. Are you kidding me? So, so here's the thing with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has done the art of NFL business better than anyone. There was a list of his salaries for the last, I think, seven or eight years. He has made $231 million. Do you know what his record is? His record is 59, 59, and 2. Hmm. And he's made $231 million. If I were standing next to him right now, I would bow before him and say, Kirk, you may not have been the best, but you worked at business-wise. You were the best, my friend, because... I mean, what what were Minnesota going to do? He was a cap hit of, what, $35, $37 million. They were kind of stuck there. You know, Kevin O'Connell, the new coach, you know, will work with him. Now, he was in Washington, you know, uh, I I believe uh, as well. So he certainly knows Cousins. But, I mean, it's unbelievable. That dude is worth and, and Minnesota's not going not gonna to go anywhere. They're not going to be one of the top teams, even though, I mean, with Thielen and with Jefferson and, and Cook in the backfield, it's one of the great triumphants, you know, the three yeah. running back, two receivers. It's phenomenal. But I don't think they have enough to go around that. So, like I said, I tip my cap to Cousins, the businessman of the NFL, because he has worked it better than anybody when you can make the most money now. I'm not certain anyone's ever played it better, to be honest with no. you. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's it's incredible. Yeah, he's an average quarterback who has made that much money, Mike. <laughs> so he has gone he has gone around making that much money, and now what you're going to get? Now are we going to start seeing the tour of Mitch Trubisky? You know, staying in the quarterbacks. So he's you know a, one of the top picks in the draft. You know, uh, in, for the Bears, and. And ends up going to the Bills to be a backup for like what ten million dollars, and now he signs a two-year deal with the Steelers. Yeah. And again, because you are a number one pick, this is what's going to happen: is he may start somewhere for a bit, but then he'll always be a, a high-priced kind of backup that you want that you want to have on your roster to kind of fill in if your starter isn't playing well. But for the bottom line, for the Steelers, if you go into this season with Mason Rudolph as your quarterback. And Mitch Trubisky as your two, as your two quarterbacks, then because we were talking about this, if he went to the Giants, because there was talk that Mitch might go to the Giants and be there with Daniel Joseph, I would say the same thing there. I'll say the same thing in Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh is going to get back to prominence, neither one of these quarterbacks has taken them there. It, it, neither one of them. They they are still going to be a quarterback away of getting back to where they want to be. With in my opinion, I I don't I listen. I just don't think Mitch is going to pan out to be anywhere near a top quarterback, let alone a consistent starting quarterback in the league. It's still an upgrade, though, Mike, Mitch Trubisky, for Pittsburgh. It's an upgrade over Mason Rudolph. It, it is an upgrade. but but So now do they take a young quarterback in the draft? Not like Mitch is old, right. uh, but, but do you take a young quarterback and try and groom him to eventually take over? But to your point, yes, it is an upgrade. 
Uh, Mike, the Deshaun Watson, I might have to start whispering soon. Yeah, uh, okay. In fact, I will. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, Caroline is interested. Uh, the Saints are reportedly interested. Right. If Mike Golick owned an NFL team, would you be interested based on the news? Now, this is not going to be it's it's there are no criminal charges that right. that ship is sailed, but there are still civil lawsuits out there. And a lot of people feel like civil lawsuits, Mike, if he's found guilty and has to pay money are actually because you have to answer questions that, you know, yep. are never going to be revealed. Right. Yes. Yes. And so I'm wondering if you owned a team, I can't believe I'm whispering like this in the middle yep. of a hotel lobby at a piano. Yep. OK, yep. talking about something super serious like this. But if you owned a team, would you sign Deshaun Watson right now or trade for Deshaun Watson? So so obviously I would need to have way more information in which the owners will get or they'll get to know as much as they can with the civil lawsuits. And remember, civil lawsuits, you don't have to prove as much as you do in a court of law where, True. you know, you know, uh, it, it's, it's got to be unanimous. So um, I, I, I certainly would need to know more if any of it is is true. Any of it is true. I, I, I'm one of those guys, and that's probably why I wouldn't be a really good owner, is it depending on, you know, what you do. If, it, if it's really crossing my line, I'm like, basically, you're off my list. You know, I would tell the GM and the president, let's not even go after this guy. And there's no doubt there are some owners in the league who I'm sure have done that. Because that's the first thing you have to do when dealing with a law case is the owner has to be involved and say, hey, thumbs up, thumbs down. You can go after this guy if you want. Um, I, at this point now, if more information coming out, like I said, I, I'm I'm going on just what everybody is reading here. There are players that I would probably cross off my list, which would be tough if you don't, especially if you don't have a quarterback, because this guy can play, you know. And, and and let's also go to this side. Remember, he has a no trade. He can say, no, I don't want to go to Carolina. I want to go to Sa the, the, the Saints. Or, no, I don't want to go to the Saints. I want to go to Carolina. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, the team, the Texans figure out the best deal for where he wants to go because he has a no trade clause, which is not, which is pretty rare in the NFL. I would say, though, Stu, to answer your question right off the top of my head, he probably would not be on my list to sign, again, unless I had way more information on where some of these things were going to go. Uh, Mikey, yeah, have the uh, Jets done anything exciting today? We are taping this on a Monday. I am uh, whispering because I am uh, right next to a conference room in the Four Seasons Hotel lobby at a piano. Oh, do you, well, you don't you don't think that the Jets have done huge? I mean, I know yes, Mikey, a, but I'm just stoked. They re-signed uh, Braxton Berrios to a two-year uh, deal. That's our boy, Mike. They, Mike, that's yeah. nothing. That's I, nothing. They just signed Nick Bauden, their other fullback to a one-year deal. I mean, sometimes you wonder if if it even matters to play the season at this point, or do you just give the Jets the, the Lombardi at this point? They just re-signed Nick Bond. So one thing I will say, Stu, is they did sign uh, Lakin Tomlinson, the offensive lineman for the 49ers. Now, he was with Sala and, you know, and uh, out when they were out there and offensive coordinator Michael Floor when they were with the 49ers. So they know him and they certainly need help on their offensive line. There's a good thought they will go for one of the tackles uh, in the possibly in this draft. Maybe a Kyle Hamilton if Kyle goes that high, the safety out of Notre Dame. But uh, offensive linemen have started making moves. Brandon Sheriff going, looks like going to Jacksonville. You know, so you're seeing the offensive lineman, Kappa, as I mentioned, going to the Bengals. They signed somebody else as well. But that's what the Jets have done. Resigned Barrios, resigned their fullback, and brought in a guard, Tomlinson, from the 49ers, which which I think is, is a good move to help upgrade the O-line. 
Mike, in, in non-quarterback news, the big signing right now that everybody's talking about, Christian Kirk getting four years, $84 million from the Jaguars, $21 million a year. That's more than Devontae Adams is making on the franchise tag. Get the hell out of here. He's, so he, he, Everybody's got to be – every wide receiver who's going to be a free agent in the next year or two has got to be looking at this and just – just licking their chops. So so what, what happens is when you're Jacksonville and you're competing with other teams out there, uh, since you're you're right on the bottom or right near the bottom, you have to overpay. You you have to you have to give a guy a reason to come to you and if he is motivated by money, which a lot of guys are, depending on where they are in their career, and I'm not, and that's okay. It's fine to be motivated by money. But there is is no doubt that uh, that you you may have to overpay some to get a guy to go there, and so. But you're right. Every other every other wide receiver is. I don't give a shit what you guys had to do. You still paid him that, so that's obviously going going to help me uh, in the long run. Because he's a guy. I mean, listen, I like him uh, as a receiver, but that's a lot of money. But that's usually what has to happen in that situation. You know, he he did lead. The Cardinals in receptions, he had 77. He was targeted over 100 times, five touchdowns. Now, they did lose DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. Uh, and the, the A.J. Green was there as well. They re-signed Zach Ertz, did the Cardinals. But, yeah, that's I, I do like Christian Kirk. But, but again, when you're a Jacksonville team, to get a guy come to your place, you got to overpay a little bit. All right, Mike, we got to wrap here uh, because I have to go do a show outside. Yes, you do. From this piano. And Mikey, hey, if you notice me giving uh, Billy Gill the finger, uh, that's because he is standing across the hall. He's not even next to me. He's nowhere near me. He has left me here to my own devices. <laughs> there he is. As he waves to the camera. <laughs> See, the person that warned us is sitting like five feet away. So my thinking was, if I'm out of sight, they're not going to interrupt him while he's talking. So if I hide down the hall, he'll be able to do this as long as he wants. But if I'm standing there, they'll come and make me get him to stop. Stu, I don't ask for much. I don't. But if you could get kicked out on air, that would just... That not, just, I don't even need a job. Not not, not just kicked out, physic physically removed. Wait, Mike, I'm trying to open the piano and Billy won't let me. He won't let Fi- me. I want you. Fi- I want you physically dragged out of there. By the way, Stu, remember in this, yeah. you want Billy's to blame. He's the one that put you there. Thank you. He's the one that put you in harm's way. You're right. <laughs> Billy, stop! Stop pulling my. Ah, Billy, let me work. I want to pound the ivory. I mean- oh my God! They're gonna get kicked out. This is awesome. That's what Billy says they call it pounding the ivory. Billy is <laughs> Mikey A. Billy is visually upset right now. He really visually is. He's upset. running away. He's he running away. He should be he upset is. with himself. All right, Mike. You're right. All right, Sue, go do, go do your show, man. All right, we appreciate right. it. Uh, yeah. Thank you. And, yeah. uh, and New York Jets, I hate you. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit Miller 
BudLight.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.